0: When you find it, let us all stand for the reading and reverence of God's word. Those that are able to stand, um, let us stand. Amen. Just a friendly reminder to all of our leaders, please remember, amen, into the new year, and I know we have schedules and all those different things, but remember, amen, that you must be in Bible study or Sunday school, amen, one or the other or both, amen, Sunday school or Bible study, amen. Amen. We want to be consistent. Amen. We want God to be consistent for us, but we got to be consistent for him. Amen. So please be mindful of all that, all those that are able to stand. Matthew chapter 15. Amen. Starting at verse one, I'm going to read from the Amplified Bible. And it says, then from Jerusalem came scribes and Pharisees and said, Why do you disciples transgress and violate the rules handed down by the elders of the past? For did do not practice washing their hands before they eat. He replied to them, Why also? He meaning Jesus. And why also do you transgress, transgress and violate the commandment of God for the sake of the rules handed down to you by your forefathers? For God commanded unto your father and mother, he who curses or reviles to speak evil or abuses or treats improperly his father and mother, let him surely come to his end by death. But you say, verse 5. If anyone tells his father and mother, what would you gain from me um, is already dedicated as a gift to a gift to God, then he is exempt and no longer under the obligation to honor and help his father and mother. So for the sake of your tradition, you have set aside the word of God, depriving of its force and authority by making it no effect. You pretenders, you hypocrites. admirely and truly did I Isaiah prophesy of you when he said, These people draw near to me with their mouths and honor me with their lips. But their hearts hold off and are far away from me. Uselessly do they worship me, for they teach as doctrines the commands of man. Verse 10. And Jesus called to the people to him and said to them, listen and grasp the, and comprehend this. And this is where we'll take our, our text for this morning. It is not what goes into the mouth of a man that makes him unclean and defiled. But what comes out of the mouth is what makes him clean and defiles him. Come on, let's, say that, let's read that all together on the screen, on the count of three. One, two, three. It is not what goes Father God, we just thank you for your presence and for your power that's in this house right now. God, we take it now for granted that you're dwelling among us, oh God. Even though, Lord God, we, we don't deserve it, Father God, but we thank you that you came to dwell among us in spite of ourselves, oh God. In spite of our attitudes, in spite of our hearts, our minds, oh God. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your power. Thank you for the testimonies, oh God. Thank you for what you're doing, God, for you are truly up to something, and we are glad to be a part of it, Father God. We magnify you. We glorify you, oh God. May you be glorified may we be edified and may the devil be horrified. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. I thank God. Amen. For my good friend, dear friend, all the way from Dallas, Texas, Evangelist Lloyd. Amen. Let's give her a good hope. Well, God bless you. Amen. For being with us on today. Amen. I want to talk to you today from the topic polluted mouths, polluted mouths. Here in Matthew chapter 15, we see a discussion that's going on between Jesus, the Pharisees, the scribes, and the disciples. Um, Jesus here, the disciples here, uh, not the disciples, the Pharisees here, um, have, they're little irritated with the disciples. They said, listen, you know, it makes no sense. How in the world are you going to come up here and try to fix your mouth to get something to eat and get your plate ready, but you haven't even washed your hands yet? And so the Jews, the Jewish people had, they had the tradition that before you partake in any type of food, before you ate, um, you had to wash yourself thoroughly. You had to wash your hands all the way down to your elbows, all the way down to your elbows thoroughly. And it was an extensive um, ceremony ritual that they had in this process. And they felt, and not even were your hands to be washed, but anything that would come in contact with your mouth had to be clean before you partake, partaking in it. And so um, the, the, the 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 Pharisees are upset with the disciples. They're trying to figure out why are you doing this? You're not supposed to be doing that. You're not supposed to be eating before you wash your hands. You got to wash your hands first. And Jesus gets irritated, and he comes in. He said, "Hold up! Wait a minute. How are you going to get upset that they are that they don't wash their hands before they eat? But you deprive the word of God. You are disobedient to the word of God just for the sake of your tradition." You go against the word of God just so that you can hold up your ceremonies, just so that you can hold up your rituals, but what you have to understand. And so Jesus goes on and he starts talking to them and he's telling him this. He said, listen, you are the nothing but some hypocrites. He said, because you have this big thing about, you know, honoring your father and mother, because the Jewish believe that if any child disrespected their parent or cursed at them or just, you know, want to throw a tantrum and buck at them or something like that, they have to be put to death. Oh, Lord, what if that was still the case today? Oh, we wouldn't have children's church. It wouldn't be no children's church. (laughs) Schools, nursery, it wouldn't be no daycare centers. All the kids would be resting in the bosoms. Amen of the Lord. And so he said, listen, he said, you talk about all this religious stuff. You talk about all these rituals. And he said, listen, you don't even take care of your mother and your father like you say that you do. Because you say, oh, I have a gift that I can be able to give to my mother or my father. But you say this thing has been separated. This money, this car, this house, these clothes, these groceries have been set apart for the use of God. But you know you're not using it for God. You just say you're doing it in Jesus' name so you won't have to give it up. And you want to talk about somebody washing their hands. But you're defiling every law that you made yourself. Jesus goes on to tell them, he said, listen, you're so religious, you're so caught up in your tradition, you're so caught up in this man-made stuff, but you're missing out on the true power and the true authority of God because you're trying to keep up with your man-made traditions. I believe Jesus is talking to us as a church today that we miss out on the supernatural power of God because you're trying to stick to our traditions. We try to stick to the man-made things. Listen, if you don't follow the program as it's seen fit, then you are you, you are you are just a black, you are just crazy. You follow the program as it's going. You don't divert from the order of service. And we deny for the Lord to be able to come in and for him to move and do what he desires to do. And so this is what Jesus is saying to them. Listen, you all are pretenders. You're saying one thing with your mouth. But your actions show something totally different. And Jesus goes on to tell the disciples, the disciples still trying to go back with. It. Jesus said, "You know what? Don't even worry about it. Because the, he said, "Because these individuals are going to have to be judged by God, because they're so stuck in their stuff and they don't even see." He said, "Listen, it's like a blind, they're, 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 all of them are blind, as soon it's as going to be the blind, leading the blind, and soon they're going to do what? fall into a ditch." Jesus goes on to tell them, he says, listen, it's not what goes into the mouth of a man that makes him unclean and defile." He said, you're missing the big picture. It's not so much, yes, it's it's good, it's good proper hygiene to to wash your hands before you eat. You've been touching all types of stuff. Yes, it's good to wash your hands before you eat. But it's not so much what goes into the mouth that defiles a man, but it's the trifling, polluted words that come out of their mouths that really messes them up. We all have heard the saying, you know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words would never hurt me. I don't know who made that up, but they were not telling the truth. I mean, I had no broken bones and nobody break nothing with no sticks, but words do hurt. And so some of us in this room, and you say, and uh, we don't realize, we don't realize, sense of God, just how much power and authority we have with our mouths. And some of us, listen, some folks get on the big power trip and they forget and they just say whatever it is they want to say, how they want to say it, without any regards to people and their feelings and how they're going to take it. But they just say whatever comes to mind. I want to give them a piece of my mind. No, I need every piece of my mind, my brain, my thoughts, and everything that I got. I need all of it. I don't need to give nobody a piece of nothing and we don't realize, we don't realize just how much power words have, because some of us in this room right now, something was said to us when we were small, someone told us that we wouldn't amount to nothing, somebody told us, you're going to just be just like you know no good daddy, you're going to be just like you know no good mama you're not going to make it, you're not going to succeed you was in a relationship with somebody and they told you, you're not going to be able to make it without me, you are nothing without me you can't do nothing, you're going you're gonna to be a failure, you won't succeed, and those words have been implanted in your mind those words have been a stumbling block in your life where you feel you can't go any farther and those words have been played have been, have been seeded into your mind years ago but you're still wrestling with the thought of it today you're still dealing with it today but the good news is, saints of God, is that you can be free from every trifling word that somebody said to you. Your mind can be released. Your mind can be free. Your heart can be free. And you can be delivered from every trifling word that people, that individuals have said to you. It doesn't matter if that was your mother, your father, your teacher, your spouse, whatever. You can be healed from that stuff today. God can do it. God can do it. We use our words when we should. What blows my mind, just sense of God, is you have somebody that could be in church lifting up holy hands, praising and magnifying God, speaking in tongues as the Lord gives them utterance. But when they step out of the church, well, we ain't even got to go out this church, Reverend. When you get in the church. They run off at the mouth. It blows my mind how sometimes the saints of God, they can say, oh, well, you know what? I just discern something that's going on with you today. How about you tell me so we can pray? No, you're not asking so you can pray. You're asking so you can tell my business. You're asking so you can be nosy and tell everybody what's going on in my life. And you're so worried about what's going on in my life. And you fail to miss the timber of love, the timber that's in your eye. Well, come on, let's just join up and pray. No, I don't need to join up with you and pray about nothing because you are a gossiper, you are a liar, and you are a hypocrite. And your mouth is contaminated, your mouth is tainted, and you need to be delivered. Jesus is telling the Pharisees this is, you can go on and talk and talk and talk about all this other stuff, but your words mean absolutely nothing. Your worship is in vain. Your worship is false because your words don't match up with your actions. Your words don't match up with your walk. Your words does not match up with what you portray yourself to be. And what has happened is, saints of God, in the church, we have become so traditionalized. We have become so caught up in made man traditions that we put all these stipulations on stuff that really God looks at and is like, what? Oh, you got to shout a certain way. Why why are you going to tell me how to shout? This is my shout. This is my dance. But then you got some that go over the top with the shouting and the dance. Oh, breaking stuff and running into things. Just go over the top with stuff. You know, you give a person an inch, they take them out. With all these stipulations, all oh, you gotta wear, you gotta, you gotta wear this. Just yes, all things have to be done in decency and order. But just because you don't have on a skirt, don't mean you're holy. You're not holy. Yeah. Yeah. Just because you got facial hair, don't mean you're going. Don't mean you're not going to heaven. We put all of these man-made traditions, all these man-made stipulations on the on, on the outside things, but we neglect the stuff on the inside. We neglect how people talk with these words and they're mean. Yes, they have on a long skirt. Yes, they got their hair in the bun. Yes, they speak in tongues, but they're mean. And they say things that's not right. They say things to deliberately hurt people's feelings. They say things to deliberately embarrass people. They say things to deliberately gossip. But we're so caught up. Oh, they just sanctified as they can be. Look at them, they sanctified. No. Oh, they just got the spirit of prophecy. No, they're pathetic. They don't have, the, they have prophecy. They're pathetic. But Jesus is saying, the traditional stuff does not matter. He said, what matters most is not how all the stuff that's on the outside. He said, but what matters most is what's coming out of their mouth. Because how in the world can you be in the church and praise me and magnify me and lift up holy hands and say all these wonderful things unto me. But then to step out of your anointing or step out of your Christianity and start flipping off at the gums. Bitter water and fresh water. Cannot come out of the same faucet. If I turn on my water, my, my sink at home, and some and I'm brushing my teeth and some bitter water can come down, I'm pour, rinsing my mouth out, I'm spitting that stuff straight out. And I'm going to call the plumber to have them come look at my sink because it only should be giving out clean water. Jesus used that analogy to show us listen, Curses and lies and, and blasphemy cannot come out of our mouth and then praises as well. It has to be one or the other. Because what's happened is, the saints of God, that today we have people that are straddling the fence. One foot in the church. I got my bottom lip in the church. I got my, uh, my upper lip out. One foot in, one foot out. And I'm talking such a good game, but my heart is far from the Lord. Far from the Lord. And so God is saying to us today that we got to watch our mouths and watch what we say. Even when tough times come in our lives, saints. Even when tough times come. The Bible says over in Romans that I can be able to call those things that be not as though they were. But what happens is, saints of God, that when tough time comes and and we get caught up in in life and in situations that human side comes up and we start speaking depth over stuff and before it even started. What you talking about, preacher? Okay, you ever known somebody that's sick? By the time the story gets back to you, folks are already planning their funeral. And they just have a call. Oh, you know, so-and-so is not, I don't think they're going to make it through the night. You better go on over there and pray with them. What? You have the power, you have the power and authority in your mouth to be able to speak health and restoration and not death. When we come up to things in life, when we come up to hard times in life, that is not the time to speak with our flesh. Even though we may feel like it, that is the time when we have to trust the God on the inside and say, God, I don't know what to say. But give me the words to be able to say, because I know where I'm in. I'm in a tight place. I'm in a confinement. But God, I know that you're able. We have to develop the mindset just like the Hebrew boys when they they was in the furnace. They said, listen, God, whether you do it or not, you're still able. They could have spoke deaf right there and said, oh, this is the end. This is it. I might as well get the call, call, call Brother Al, just tell him to get the funeral home ready. We're coming. This is it. But God says, no. Use your words to be able to speak life and not negativity about what you're going through. Because soon, what you continue to talk will become a reality in your life. And you will be on your own reality mini TV show. All because of your words. My mom has, has a friend, a friend of many years. And I don't know why in the world she just wanted to have cancer. Every time she got sick, it could be a cold, it could be a headache. She just knew it was cancer. Dr. Bill's piling up. She's going to doctors and doctors said, no, I know it's cancer. They said, ma'am, you just have pneumonia. Ma'am, you just have a migraine. You just have a headache. But she just kept believing and knowing that she was sick. And soon what she wished for, she got. And now you can't speak it off because you spoke it into the atmosphere. And now you have just what you desire. Be careful of what you say. Be careful what you allow to go out into the atmosphere. But not only be careful what you say. Be careful what you say and who you say it to. Because you can say the wrong thing to the wrong person at the wrong time. Jesus is saying. We got to watch our mouths. We got to watch our mouths. And what's going in. What is going into our mouths. Go to verse 15. But Peter said, explain this proverb to us. And he said, are you also even yet dull and ignorant, unable to put things together? Jesus, he was upset. He said, are you? What's going on? He said, do you not see and understand that whatever goes into the mouth passes into the abdomen and so passes on into the place of discharge or deposit? But whatever comes out of the mouth comes from the heart. This is what makes a man unclean and defiles him. Listen, ask your neighbor and say, neighbor, "Neighbor." what's on your heart? What's What's in your heart? What is in your heart? Because believe it or not, saints of God, what is there on your heart, what is there on your mind, what is there on your thoughts is so, because everything has to come out somewhere. Everything has to be released. Everything needs a discharge somehow, somehow, some way. And soon those thoughts, whatever it is on your mind, whatever is on your mind, is soon going to come out. i never forget. Somebody like, man, this preacher got a story for days. I know. I know. <laughs> we had a little situation one time over in the fellowship hall. Huh? Had a couple of saints get upset. Lady came to me. She said, pastor, if you don't get, if you don't get, sister so and so. She said, "I'm gonna sweep this floor with, and you add on the rest." I said, "All right, sister, I'll take care of it. No need to worry. No need to fret." So you know, it, I, I'm not I'm not an angry person. I don't get angry quick. You know, I've never been in a fight or anything like that. So it doesn't take. I don't get angry like that. I may get irritated. But I don't really get angry. And so she said, "You know what? Hey, preacher's taking too long. Take matters into my own hands." And so she did not listen to what I said and. She's all up in the members' face and I'm back. I, I'm doing something. They can't said pastor, sister so-and-so, just she just she's going off. Oh. I said, okay. I, mean, I tried to talk to her, try to calm him down. I'm like, okay, listen, hey, 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 hey. Time out. Time out. Let's talk. So I'm using the calm voice. You know, you learn to use the calm voice with the kids when they're upset. Just calm down, sonny. Calm down. Calm down, buddy. So I'm talking to her and everything, and she's still yet getting loud. It's like the lower I talk, the higher she gets. The lower I talk, the louder she gets. I'm like, okay, you're kind of pushing me, sister. Stop. (laughs) Stop. So she keeps going. Well, I told you, you got a finger all in the lady's face. I said, listen. Now, I told you I was going to take care of it. There was no need for you to be in here flipping off at the gums at the mouth. And I go on and say some other stuff. And some folks came up, well, Pastor, I never seen you like that. And I was just flipping off at the mouth saying some stuff. I didn't say nothing too bad. I didn't curse or anything like that. But I was just upset. Because what was on my heart came out. And when you're in a tight place, you never know what you are going to say or what you are going to do. And so God is saying, whatever those thoughts are that's on your mind, whatever those things are that's in your heart. And he lists some stuff. He says, so it, it can be murder, it can be adult, adultery, it can be sexual vice, it can be death, it can be false witnessing, it can be slander, it can be in, in, in reverent speech. He said, whatever it is, this is the stuff that will defile you because it will soon come out of your mouth. We have to learn, saints of God, and it takes discipline. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, it takes discipline. It takes discipline to be able to control your mouth. It takes discipline to be able to control your tongue, to stop your tongue from saying stuff that you know that you should not say. To stop you, to discipline yourself, to stop yourself. Because some of us, listen, you may be saved, you may be sanctified, but if somebody cross you the wrong way, it's going to be on and popping. Let somebody take your seat in church. Let somebody step on your toe while they're dancing and shouting. You don't care if they was in the spirit or not. I just got these shoes. I just got them shine, and you're going to step on them, not today. But it takes discipline to be able to control your mouth and to stop yourself from saying stuff that you're soon going to have to go back and apologize for saying. And it takes God helping you. And first of all, it takes you realizing, God, I have a problem with my mouth. I have a problem with my tongue. God, sometimes I talk too much. God, sometimes I say too much at the, I, I say too much at the wrong time. God, sometimes I just go running off at the lips and just saying all types of stuff. And I end up telling my business, some other folks' business, somebody else's business. And I know that I shouldn't do that. But God, I need you to help brighten my tongue, God. So that my words can be able to edify you, Lord. Because when you get a mouth that's out of control, it messes up your witness. It messes up your witness. Oh, you're telling me to come to church. Oh, you want me to know about the Lord. But I can't even trust you with telling you a simple prayer request that I need you to pray with me about. I can't trust you to do it. So why am I going to come to church with you? Huh? Why am I to come fellowship with you? it takes discipline to be able to control our mouths and it only takes God to be able to come down and for the Holy Ghost even when we get ready to say something that we shouldn't say to stop us right in the midst of it oh he'll do it I, I don't have to go back down memory, memory lane I, I told y'all what happened at Sam's Cafe had my life threatened Couldn't get that window down fast enough. I was ready. I didn't say nothing in Sam's Cafe. I'll wait until I got in that truck. <laughs> he had a stick. I wait, I was ready. I rolled I up, I, I up that smooth too, boy. I had, I couldn't even take my seat back no farther than what it was. I, I leaned down just a little bit. I said, Who he you think you talking to? So I'ma show him something. I'm a man of God. Up, I couldn't say nothing. Star stutter. I roll I just wrote down just a little bit, though, just a little bit. And <laughs> enough to get my lips out the window. I said, "You, the the, 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 the start I said. I said, what in the world this man don't call me all types of names and words and I can't get nothing out because God knew it will mess up. Me. you call yourself a man of God are you really a man of God when your back is up against the wall and people are saying things to you that they should not say are you really anointed when folks are running their mouths off and saying all types of stuff and running your name through the mud are you really anointed to be able when well, you know that they're talking about you you know that they're family your character but that you can go up to them and love them and pray with them and not think ill will of them. Come on, ask your neighbor, are you really anointed as you say? Are you really Holy Ghost filled as you say? Can you be able to control your mouth and keep yourself from saying things and messing up your life? Come on, it takes discipline. It takes discipline. We want God to do all these great things for us, but we don't want to get ourselves in check. We want to be spiritual renegades and just do whatever we want to do and expect God to bless our mess. Oh God, pour down showers from heaven. No, before I pour down showers from heaven, I need you to get a repentant heart so that you can repent from the junk that you're doing and get your life right with me and then I can be able to come in and bless you and overflow with blessings. He said you got to get your mouth In order. Think about it. Sometimes we say, Oh, children don't want to go to school. I mean, don't want to go to church. It's not always on the kids. Take the mic off the stand. It's not always on the kids. How, preacher? How can I be able to come to church? And I watch my mama, I watch my daddy serve, I watch them shout and do all this other stuff. But when we get home. Oh, they say some stuff that you just wouldn't believe. We have to watch what we say because somebody's always watching. Someone's always watching what we are saying and and how we say it and when we say it. Someone's always watching. We're always watching, but God is always watching what we say. Go Go to Matthew chapter 12. Matthew chapter 12, verse 36. And I'm almost done. See, when the preacher say he's almost done, somebody's supposed to shout out, take your time, preacher, take your time. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody like, no, go ahead, What's what you said, preacher, hurry oh, yeah. <laughs> up. Matthew chapter 12, verse 36 says this, but I tell you, on the day of judgment, Men will have to give an account for every idle, non-working word they speak. Oh my goodness, what did you say? But I tell you, on the day of judgment, Man, everybody, man, woman, boy, and girl will have to give an account for every idle, operative non-working word they speak for by your words you will be justified and acquitted or by your words you will be condemned. That sentence, oh, 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 somebody, listen, that's a warning for somebody. You got to make sure what you're saying, you got to make sure that what the stuff that's come out of your mouth is blessings and and edification unto the Lord and and glorification uh, unto the Lord and edification unto the saints of God. You have to make sure what you say ain't all polluted and messed up because you are going to have to give an account for every word that you've ever said in your entire life. Every word. Every single word, you will have to give an account for it. Either you're going to be freed from it or you're going to be condemned because of it. Go to Proverbs chapter 18. Chapter 18. You got to watch your words tell your neighbors Say, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. You got to watch your words. Got people that's saying the wrong thing. They're saying too much. And they have no discipline. They have no, they're not willing to submit themselves to the Holy Spirit so that he can be able to correct them and, 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 and get them in order and get them in line. But they're flapping off at the gums. Nothing worse than somebody that over nothing worse than somebody that just never stops going. Just always, always going. They're like that that battery with the bunny, just always going. Non-stop. They they talk and they sleep. They wake up talking. They're just talking. All the time. They just talking. You're not even, you might be in the movies. They talking in the movies. Lip service. just talking. Just talking. They never stop. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21 says this death and life. Are in the power of the tongue. And they who indulge in it. Will indulge in it. Shall eat the fruit of it. For death or life. Listen. It's Proverbs, listen, The writer of Proverbs is saying. Whatever it is that you speak with your mouth. Whether it's good. Or whether it's evil. You are going to reap the consequences. You are going to reap the, the blessings of your words. So if you speak in death. You're going to reap it. If you speak life. You're going to receive it. So you have to watch what you say. You have to watch what you say. And not only only do you have to watch what you say, you have to watch what's said to you. Listen, don't let people dump all over you and say all types of stuff to you just because they're having a bad day. No, I'm not a garbage can. You go, You Listen, you go in your room and close your door and say whatever you have to say, but you come to me, correct. You're not just going to come to me and just go off and say whatever it is that you want to say because you want to get some stuff off your chest. No, I'm not the one. Don't allow other people to pollute your mouth. To pollute your heart, to pollute your mind, to pollute your thoughts. Because like I was saying earlier, sometimes situations haven't even gotten, haven't gotten wor- worse yet. But we start speaking death right at the beginning. Oh, I don't know how it's going to end. No, God is able. Listen, even if I don't believe it, God is able. I'm going to keep saying that until I, God is able. I'm going to speak it with my mouth. I'm going to trust God in spite of. We got to get our mouths in order. I know where that can happen. We have to say, Lord, here I am. Here I am, Lord. I know my mouth is wild. I know my tongue is loose. God, I need you to help me discipline my mouth. Help me discipline my words, oh God. I don't want to be a hypocrite. I don't want to be condemned because of my words. I want to be freed because of my words. And it can happen for you today, saints of God. It can happen for you today. But we have to get to the place where we say, God, I need you. I need you to help me. Because sometimes when you get upset and angry and all that, you say things that you really don't even mean. But you're so caught up in the moment and your flesh is all caught up in the moment and you just start saying, you're just saying, it. oh, you're cursing folks out, you're saying, oh, I don't love you, I don't know, I don't want you, I don't need you. No, 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 no. Then you have to go back and try to apologize and make it right. But they say, no, the damage has already been done. You already said it. Because the Bible says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. What's in your heart? What's on your heart is soon going to come through your mouth. It's going going to come through your mouth. God has blessings for you. God has so many wonderful things for you. But we have a part to play in that too. We got to get some stuff right. We got to get some stuff in order. But the good news is we ain't got to do it by ourselves. We don't have to do it by ourselves. But we have someone who will be with us through it all tough times be right there to help us through it all. Might be uncomfortable, may not want to go through it, but he'll be with that uh, be there with us every step of the way. But we got to we got to we got to release it and allow God to be able to do it in our lives. There may some there may be can't get my words right. There may be some people here and you say well, preacher, I need help. I need help, and this tongue is loose. This tongue is is wild. It's out of control. I want you to come down, and we'll pray with you. But you got to really want to (laughs) change. You may fool man, but you can't fool God. You must have a desire to change. And say, God, transform my mouth. Transform my thoughts. Transform my heart, God so that it can resemble you. If you're in this place, just come. Our our elders and ministers and deacons and mothers and prayer warriors will pray with you. Preachers, as they're coming, just pray with them as they're coming. (laughs) Evangelists, Lord, come on down and pray with them. If you hear preachers, just come on and just start praying with them as they come. Sister Candace, if you can come and pray with D.D. If you're here, just come, just come, just come, just come, just come. Don't worry about what folks are going to say and what they think. Listen, you know what you need from God. They're not the ones that can bless you. God is the one that can bless you. Just come. Mother Martin, if you can come and pray with Renata. Just come, just come, just come, just come. Come on, let this year be your year of extreme makeover. Let this year be your year that God transforms you and that God renews you and that God refreshes you. Let it be your year. Sister Reese if you could come and pray. Mother Simon, if you can come and pray. Sister Porter, if you could come and pray. Brother Christian, if you could come and pray, pray with my brother right. Here. Sister Teresa, if you could come and pray. Just come, just come, just come. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Just come, just come, just come, just come. Words of life, oh God, words of life in the name of Jesus. And and Lord, every defiled word that was ever spoken over our life, oh God, every every contaminated word, oh God, every seed, Lord God, that was poured into our life, oh God. I rebuke it now in the name of Jesus, Lord. I take it up from his root, Father God, that they can be able to be free, oh God, and move forward in their lives, oh God, and not try to live up to somebody else's words and plan into their life, oh God, because they were insecure in themselves, Lord. In the name of Jesus. 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 Words of life, Lord. Words of life. Words of life, Lord. Words of life, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Break everything, oh God, that's not like you, oh God. Break up everything that's not like you, God. In the name of Jesus. Everything that's not like you, God. Break it. Jesus in the name of 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 Jesus break it today Lord break it today in the name of Jesus break it in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Break it, break it, break it, break it, break it, Lord. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, God. 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 In the name of Jesus, break it, God. Break it, Lord. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah! 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 Hallelujah, Lord, Lord. break it in the name of Jesus. 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 In the name of Jesus. Put those hands together and celebrate. The doors of the church are open if you're here in this house. If you don't have a church home, we invite you to come. But before you even have a church home, if you don't have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, we invite you to come.